Hello, and welcome to the My Bible Life Podcast with your host, Vanessa Upkins. If you're not driving, get your pens, pads, and devices, and get ready to journey through God's Word together for the next few minutes. And if you can't make notes right now, be sure to save, download, or bookmark the podcast to listen again later. Oh, and don't forget to follow. Now, without further ado, here's Vanessa. Welcome. This is Vanessa Upkins, your host for the My Bible Life Podcast, where we do life together studying the Word of God. In today's Bible study titled, Jesus Heals a Woman and Jairus' Daughter, Part 2, we will see that a touch from Jesus brings life, and you'll be able to answer these four study questions, which are, number one, who is Jairus and why is this story important? Number two, what does Jesus demonstrate in this story? Number three, what was the mourning tradition in the Jewish culture? Number four, what can I learn from this story? But before we get started, I want to ask you two things. Number one, would you be so kind to be a partner with us by sharing the podcast with three people? Yes, I said three people, like your mom, your sister, your brother, a co-worker, a friend, people you care about. Our mission is to spread the gospel and encourage people to study the Bible. We have set a goal for our next 1,000 downloads by November the 31st. So let me explain how it works. Each time a person listens to the podcast, it is recorded as a download. So every download, that means that the Word of God is being shared with others, and you are a big part of it each time you listen and share the podcast. We even have international listeners, and I want to give a big shout out to you. Keep sharing with everyone. Oh, let me say this. It doesn't matter when you are listening to the podcast, even if it is 2025, the Word of God still needs to be shared, and the Word of God is always active and alive forever. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 tells us that, so keep sharing. The second thing I want to share is, will you post a review or takeaway about the My Bible Life podcast? We will be selecting a review or a takeaway and sharing it on the podcast with you, our listeners. The reason for this is that it helps our podcast to get notice and more people to find out about it. So you can also make a post at mybiblelife.us on Instagram or mybiblelife.us on Facebook or Vanessa Upkins on Facebook or you may want to email me at mybiblelife.us at gmail.com. Whichever you choose, to share your comment or takeaway is totally great and fine. I just want to thank you in advance and let's go ahead and get started. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you so much for all your blessings. We thank you, Lord, that your love never fails. We thank you, Father God, that you're for us and not against us. Father God, we ask for the Holy Spirit to come and teach today, Father God. Thank you for your healing touch. Thank you for an opportunity to learn with my sister or my brother. And thank you, Father God, that you would do a mighty work in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, 
We are in Mark chapter 5. We're going to start with verse 21 and read to verse 24. And then we're going to jump down to verse 35. And this is what it says. And when Jesus had crossed again in the boat to the other side, a great crowd gathered about him, and he was beside the sea. Then came one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name, and seeing him, he fell at his feet and employed him earnestly, saying, My daughter is at the point of death. Come and lay hands on her so that she may be made well and live. And he went with him. Okay, and then now let's jump down to verse 35. While he was still speaking, there came from the ruler's house someone who said, Your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? But overhearing what they had said, Jesus said to the ruler of the synagogue, Do not fear, only believe. And he allowed no one to follow him except Peter and James and John and the brother of James. Then they came to the house of the ruler of the synagogue. And Jesus saw a commotion, people weeping and wailing loudly. And when he had entered, he said to them, why are you making a commotion and weeping? The child is not dead, but sleeping. And they laughed at him, but he put them all outside and took the child's father and mother and those who were with him and went where the child was. Taking her by the hand, he said to her, Talitha Kume, which means little girl, I say to you, arise. And immediately the girl got up and began walking, for she was 12 years of age, and they were immediately overcome with amazement. And he strictly charged them that no one should know this and told them to give her something to eat. In this story, Jesus heals a woman and Jairus' daughter. It's two stories intersecting into one story. So on one hand, you have Jairus, the ruler. He asked Jesus to come and heal his daughter because his daughter is about to die. And then you have another story, which you have a lady with an issue of blood. And she has been suffering for 12 years. And you have her story. And we covered that on last week. And so if you've missed the episode, please go back and listen to When Jesus Heals This Lady. And this is a very familiar story. So you have heard it. But... I still want to employ you to go back and and listen to the story because you will truly, truly be blessed. Every time I hear this story, the Holy Spirit always does something new in me and give me a new revelation. So please go back and listen. Okay, well, let's start in verse 22. And I want to point out some interesting facts here as we kind of recap this. When Solomon's temple had been destroyed and the Jews were in exile, they would come together to learn more about the law and traditions. They began to build places known as synagogues, which literally means gathering together places. The synagogues would be built where there was at least 10 adult males or more in the community. By the time of Jesus, they were built in the center of the community or on the highest ground and easy to be found throughout the city. During those times, the synagogue was known as a house of prayer and worship, a house of assembly, a house of study. Okay, that's enough history. Let's get back to Jairus. We know that Jairus, 
as a ruler in the synagogue had to have a very important responsibility. So what does the rulers in the synagogue do? So I looked it up in the Encyclopedia of the Bible, and it says that the ruler of the synagogue was a man chosen to care for the physical arrangements of the synagogue services. This would be equivalent to the president of a synagogue today. He was probably well respected, well known by the people in the community. I don't know about you, but wouldn't you think that a ruler would, during those times, go to a priest? Yet, instead, he goes to Jesus. He not only goes to Jesus, but he humbled himself by falling down on his knees. Who knows, maybe Jairus was at the synagogue that day when Jesus healed the man with a demon that we discussed in the episode, Jesus Heals a Man with an Unclean Spirit in Mark chapter 1, or a man with a withered hand in Mark chapter 3. But anyway, we see that he is at the feet of Jesus, unashamed and desperately making his request. Can you imagine what the scribes and others that was against Jesus had to say about Jairus? Have you ever found yourself not asking for something that you needed because of your position or title? Jairus did not let that stop him. He went to Jesus, and that's what we all should do. And next on the scene, we have the woman and the whole story about her being healed, touching the hem of the garment of Jesus and being healed. And then on verse 35, while Jesus was still talking with her, there came some people from the ruler's house and they said, your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? It goes on to say that Jesus turns basically to Jairus and says, do not fear, only believe. Then it says Jesus went on to take Peter, James, and John with him and they go to Jairus's house. Now later we're going to learn that these three disciples become Jesus' inner circle. Verse 38, we find that they make it to Jairus's house and there is a great commotion going on. The people are weeping and wailing loudly. Now, why is this happening? Well, to answer that question, we need to look at the customs and traditions. The Israelites made time for lamenting. They mourned the death of Moses and Aaron for 30 days. And you can find this in Deuteronomy chapter 34, verse 8. The Jewish law required that a person be buried the same day as their death, and there should be about a seven-day mourning. During this time of lamenting, they would pray, they would read the Torah, they would sit in silence. Also, they would hire professional mourners to come and mourn and lament. And we can find this over in Second Chronicles 35 verse 25. The mourners would play instruments, they would mourn and remain in the house with the family and friends throughout the week. Even if a family was poor, they would have two flute players and one woman that would mourn. The more important a person was, the more mourners they would have. In this case, there were a lot of mourners. A couple of key points I want to point out here. We realize that Jesus does not operate in commotion. He always brings peace. 
He's peaceful. He walks in peace. He talks in peace. He commands peace. So Jesus puts them outside and he took the child's father and the mother and the three disciples and they went to the child. Taking the child by the hand, he said, Talitha kume, which means little girl. I say to you, arise. And immediately the little girl got up and began to walk. And she also was 12 years old. And they immediately became overwhelmed and overcome with amazement. And he strictly charged them, do not share this with anyone and to give the girl something to eat. This little girl is 12 years old and she is now alive. She once was dead and now she's alive. Jesus demonstrated that he has authority, but for the first time, he has demonstrated his authority over death. What a touch from Jesus. When he touches us, he gives life. I wanna share a few of my takeaways I can see a few comparisons between the woman who was healed and Jairus' story. Number one, they humbled themselves before the Lord. We must not put anything above him. Our pride, our title, our knowledge, our sickness, or even financial struggles. What other people say, what other people think, even a situation that looks hopeless. We must humble ourselves and believe. Number two, they were afraid, but they used their faith and believe. They believed that Jesus could heal, and for Jairus, that meant healing his daughter from death. As he stood there and he watched what was happening in the room, and Jesus told him before he went to his home, do not be afraid, only believe, and we can do the same. And my third takeaway, the number 12, the woman was healed from 12 years of health challenges and the little girl was healed at the age of 12. They both were healed at 12 years. Number four, we can use our faith for ourselves and for others. The woman used her faith for healing herself and Jairus used his faith for healing his daughter, which tells us that we can pray and believe healing for ourselves and for others, that it is scripturally done in these two stories. In closing, you may have a couple of questions. You may be asking yourself, is there hope? How can I have eternal life? And I want to answer those questions with scripture. John 3, 16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. John 6 and 40. For this is the will of my Father, that anyone who looks on the Son and believes in him should have eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. You may be unsure about whether there is life after death. The Bible tells us in Daniel 12 and 2, it says, and many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt, which is some will have everlasting life with Jesus and some won't. And we receive Jesus through faith. So Father God, we thank you for the blessing of reading of this word. And we thank you that it is rooted and grounded in us, Father. And I thank you for my sister and my brother who is listening. Amen.
We'll be starting on Mark chapter 6. Jesus is going to be rejected by someone. Wonder who? Don't forget the four study questions and don't forget to share the podcast. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to the My Bible Life podcast with your host, Vanessa Upkins. We pray you have been blessed by the word today. This weekly series was created to increase your faith, encourage you in your walk with him, and to give you inspiration to continue moving forward with confidence toward fulfilling the work he has already begun in you. Since you're already here, we invite you to follow, share, download, and help us to reach more people to join in with us. Let's share the love and his word so that they too can be blessed by the My Bible Life podcast, currently on Spotify, Audible, and Podbean.